Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to episode three nice. of the Gentleman's Coach yes. Podcast. As always, I am Corey Shaw, and I have Mr. Albert Hartley here. Hello, Good everyone. Afternoon, Albert. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hanging in there, man. Good. The sun's out. Finally. The sun is out, and I think everybody has decided not to do any work whatsoever. Yeah, that's fair. So, so we got some really cool stuff. I got new books. New books. I got new books. I'm still working on chapter one of my book. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. So, okay. (laughs) So, the first podcast was talking about intentional consistency. Right. And the second podcast, we had a whole long thing about a lot of stuff. Right. So, on this particular session, um, I wanted to talk about discipline. That's a great topic. And specifically, how to implement discipline. That's an even better topic. Okay, so um, I, what I thought we'd do is start off with stuff that I'm not disciplined about. Okay. And then maybe you can share the same thing as long as it's appropriate. Sure. Or inappropriate. <laughs> it could be whatever. So so I, let me tell you what I'm not disciplined about. I am not disciplined about my eating. Sames. Samesies. Okay. I am not disciplined about my sleeping. Right, okay. So I, I'm not a very good sleeper. I know that about you, yes. Right? Um, I'm also not very disciplined about certain characteristics around relationships. Okay. Meaning, my ex will probably tell you that I'm insane. Right, yeah. Okay? So, <laughs> she might be a little biased, right? Right. But, meaning, I, I can obsess on things. Sure. So, most of the time, I'm attracted to people who have a similar quality of obsession-compulsive mm-hmm. disorder, which I have. Mine comes in the realm of focusing on something to sense of what my friend calls, I've heard you calls hyperfocus. I think that's a that's a good term for it. So, what what are some of your discipline challenges? Um, I have a lot. I, I think discipline. I, I'm glad we're doing this this topic. You kind of left me in the dark leading up to recording today. I didn't know what we were talking about. I did. About. I left you like in your beard. <laughs> in my beard. Yes. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, discipline is my number one issue. Really? I, I, that's, I would never have thought that. I think <laughs> that's where my, my shortcomings all stem from is just lack of discipline because I'm one of those people where it's so much easier for me to be like, well, I could read a book or I could do this or I could do that or I could do this thing that mm-hmm. I've been wanting to do for a long time. But watching TV is so much more comfortable. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So this is really good. So I believe that one of the definitions of being a gentleman, we talk about being a gentleman, is that you have to be disciplined. Yes. Okay. So I made some really tough decisions the last couple of weeks, some really difficult things. And you know about the decision I had to make. Yes. It was it was very, very difficult. Matter of fact, I'm still processing it a little bit. Still shook. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but it required a level of discipline. Absolutely. And I've, I've told you in regards to this and other things, really, um, I, I personally, knowing myself, would not have been as strong. Right. And that's right. really, that's, I mean, you may be not so disciplined in those areas that you mentioned, but in other, in other areas, you're very disciplined in the mm-hmm. sense that I keep track of your schedule. Yes, you do. And there are so many things that are on that schedule where I'm like, I would blow that off. 
A hundred percent. Yeah, it, it is. And I, now look, I do move the mark. And so this is one thing I want to talk about about this one. So I had a really great conversation with my buddy Joe today. And Joe is extremely disciplined and he's a great guy. And we've known each other a long time. And he said, Al, there's no way we can work together because you're so, and he didn't say this, but I, I'm paraphrasing. I'm rebellious. Like I, I'm the type of being a medium. Like, yeah, I'm done. I, I can't do this. Get up and leave. Right. I mean, I've done that. You've seen me do that. Yes. Like I cannot do this anymore. Right. So I think one of the aspects of being a gentleman is to, to change your definition of discipline. Right. And to focus on the fact that th there is an underlying principle that I want to talk about. There's actually three that I want to talk about. So you didn't know that we were going to talk about this. Today. No. I, I, okay. I, so I, the first yeah. thing is that there is value in doing hard things. Absolutely. All right. And so you have to want the value of the hard thing more than the TV watching easy thing. And I want to I want to break in here because okay. even you don't have to break in. You can just ask to step in. <laughs> well, well, even if I to get violent, this podcast aside, I was going I was going to share this with you. Uh, but you were busy yesterday, so I didn't get a chance. Actually, I was just hanging out with my daughter yesterday. Well, I didn't want to, I didn't want to blow up your spot. But um, so. I, I think I thought you would have been very proud about this. Um, so Sunday we had these big plans. It was the first really nice day that we've had in like okay. two weeks. So is we your family? What's that? Is we your family? Well, we in the Hampton Roads, the greater Hampton oh, okay. Roads area. So yeah. we had a nice. Okay, you were well. Nice. The weather was nice. Okay, right? okay, I got you. Okay. Um, so we decided we were going to go swimming at my best friend's mom's house, and she's been dying to see my son. And so we had plans to go out and do that. And we we're going out there around noon and my mom calls at like nine and she's like, do you guys want to meet for brunch? And we we're going to go to Baker's crust. Nice. And I that's looked, a local restaurant here. They got a pretty good brunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, plug so, Baker's crust. Right. <laughs> we plug if you want to sponsor, give <laughs> yeah, us a call. Yes, here. Call. Yeah. Uh, so all of the things that I love, you know, food, swimming, friends, whatever else. And I looked out front and I looked at my yard that had gone two weeks without being cut because of all the rain. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I got to mow this lawn before I do anything. So I went out and I mowed the lawn. Nice. And I realized that it wasn't going to cut it because I had to, no pun intended, I had to raise the deck on the right. mower you, completely. Yeah, so, so yeah, I've cut it, but it's still long and looks like crap. To do it right, you got to cut it twice. That's right. And so I did, front and back. I even blew off brunch to finish and i was going to just do the lawn and then pack up the day and i was like you know what i'm here i might as well weed whack double down I might as well edge do it all mm, and i even hit a good. point i even hit a point to where i was going to do the backyard later in the day i was like you know what i'll do the front yard and the backyard later. notice the escapisms notice the 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 the, the siren call of the half-ass. Yes. But I didn't. And what, what did Franz want to say? Don't half-ass what you can full-ass? Right. right? Yeah. Okay. Got it? Don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. <laughs> That's right. That's um, thank you, Ron Swanson. And it's really funny because I, I knew. I was like, if I don't do the backyard, I'm going to think about it all day while I'm trying to have fun. Good. There's a mindset change. And the change. best thing is my best friend, Jesse, who is generally – he was the one who always keeps me in line telling me, no, finish what you started, be disciplined, you know – Go the extra mile, do whatever. He mowed his front yard, left the backyard until the afternoon, 
we were sitting around the pool having fun, and he was like, I really don't want to go home in the backyard. And I just yeah. sat back and I was like, I'm done. Right. I did. I even, you know, so I sacrificed something and I did what I didn't want to do. And I went the extra mile. I did. I completed the job fully mm-hmm. and it felt good. Right. Well, let's look at this. Let's break this down. So this number, principle number one is you got to want the value of that more than the ease of brunch or the ease of something else. Right. right? And right. Let's, so let's talk about it. You thought the value of completing it, what did it do for you? A, it allowed me to have a better time later in the day. Because you were able to be what? Present. You were right. able to be present later in the day. Didn't have to worry about Jesse, it. Jesse, he's like, oh, I got crap to do. Got yeah, it. Yeah, right. Okay. And Two. also, it just, it pleased my wife. That's that's awesome. Right. Gave my son somewhere that he can play as, as opposed to a jungle. Mm-hmm. And um, it just feels good to get stuff done. I actually, as far as chores and stuff go, mowing the lawn is one of my favorites. Because I can see, I can see my progress. Okay, and I can... so this is this is really important, right? Right. So the lesson that comes out of this whole thing is that that was something you could do because you could see the results of it. Yes. So what I want you to talk about there's a, you have to have the faith to see things that aren't there yet. Right. So for example, um, if you plant a seed for a tree, you don't see that tree. Right. Right. But you planted the seed. Right. But you got to do something to get the tree. So the the first, so you got to see the value when you can't see the thing. You have to see the value when you cannot see the thing. Right. Like, for instance, somebody who wants to get in shape. That, exactly. You have to put a lot of work in. You have to put. You have, to have a lot of discipline to get there. And you're going to see little changes along the way. But that goal that you have in mind, that end goal of where you want to be, yeah. It's at, at times it's hard to see. It's hard to keep that in mind. And you have yes. to have faith in the process that if I continue to do this, if I continue to eat well and work out and be disciplined in those areas, then I will get the payoff eventually. Right, exactly. Okay, so number two. We're talking about discipline. Number okay. two. It, it is about making the right choice for the long term. Discipline, there's so many decisions that give us short-term gratification. Right. You have to learn to delay that. That's why nobody wants to read a flipping book. Right. Because it's, it's like, I got to read this book. Reading is a discipline. Right. Learning is a discipline. Every day. Right. You have to apply that discipline in line because you got to be better than you were yesterday. So the second thing is you have to what? You, you have to see the long-term value in putting them. So it's a short-term exercise for a long-term value. Right. right. I mean, somebody asked me the other day, you know, Al, you, you read a lot of books. Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, I mean, I'm an attorney. You have to be educated and know what's going on. And second of all, I mean, all my friends read stuff and they're educated. We share that stuff. It's a, it's a value, right? Right. Um, you know, Saturday, I went out of town, and my, my girlfriend and I were at um, a coffee shop. And I love the fact that we were just there reading and learning independently. Uh, to me, that's like the greatest thing in the world. Like, oh, my gosh. Now we're going to – right? I read the New York Times every Sunday, 30 years, clockwork. You know, and what section I read with? What section do I read? Do you know? No. The vow section. I read the wedding announcement section like a religion. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's hilarious, right? You're laughing. I, and if anybody knows me, knows me well, they will find me Sunday – Reading the vowel section. There's two reasons I do that. Number one, there's value in the long term. I want to see how these people are interconnected. Right. I also play a little game, who's going to make it? That's the game I play. Right. I mark and say <laughs> divorce, marriage, divorce, marriage. So Sunday was a good day, but it's 50-50. Typically, I mark well, 70% of them, never going to make it. Right. Wow. That's Yeah. It's a little sad game I play. I feel like I'm sort of a little god of their marriage experience. <laughs> but anyway, I read the New York Times because it's an, it's a, it's an international paper. 
And every Sunday, there's so much in there that allows me to be an educated person. It's a discipline. It takes me two to three hours sometimes. Well, yeah, that Sunday paper is like a cinder block. Exactly. Especially the New York Times. And I read the whole section. Is I break it apart. It's a whole ritual. It's a whole thing. Why? Because I want to know about Louis Vuitton. I don't know why I need to know about Louis Vuitton, but I want to know about Louis Vuitton. Okay? Well, sure. It, it, so I my grandfather told me once that there's really no such thing as bad information in right. terms of what you spend your time learning. So – I you disagree know, with that in some regard. Well, I, I'm not yeah, putting I listen to Kendrick Lamar's album, Damn. I still do not understand it. Right. I don't get it. And he won a huge prize. I don't understand. It. But I, anyway. I'm not, I'm not doing his, his advice any justice. He said it far more eloquently than I did. But, um, but like what you just said, I want to know about what's going on with Louis Vuitton. Now, you in your business mm-hmm. and in your personal life maybe, but – Knowing about Louis Vuitton doesn't do much for you. Right. But it could come in handy. Mm-hmm. So if it's there, why not, you know, don't yeah, spend an entire day on it. It's part of the process of, of indulging myself to wanting to know about the world, right? right. But, the, and this leads to the third point, okay? So the first one, right, we talked about, I, don't, I forgot what, what I said about it, but anyway, it, it's about discipline, okay? Right, right. And it's about choosing the thing of value over the short-term game. The second thing is looking at for the long term, building to long term. And the third thing, which I think is a really important part of discipline, and it's connected to intentional consistency, but it's also something else. You have to want something more than where you are. You have to want something better than what you are right now. Stop being complacent. You gotta start stop being complacent. I wanna be better at this. I want to be better at that. I want to try this. I, I I'm taking saxophone lessons hopefully soon once we get them straightened out. And I took some piano lessons, learned a bit like that. But the saxophone I played in high school, it's something nice to pick back up, right? It's right. a challenge, so so forth, right? So I think you have to want to be better than you are today. Right. So many guys, and this is, a, I think, an important aspect about being a gentleman. Being a gentleman also allows you to be better than you were yesterday. Right, right. Are you better than you were yesterday? And I'm going to tell you, cutting the grass on Sunday the whole way, yes. The answer to that is yes, you're better. Yeah. Especially because I can see, I can see the lesson that I learned there, and I think that's important too. Is that? But you pushed yourself. Yeah, I pushed. I, I got out of my comfort zone. I would have loved to have gone and had those chicken and waffles. Oh man, they're delicious. They are delicious. I would have loved it. Yes. And I, and I would have loved to have not lost about eighty ounces of sweat. No, no, but that allowed you to eat the chicken and waffles. If you got to get the other. Now I got a challenge for you. I think that. We talk about this all the time, right? right. When I, we talk about time. And this is something about discipline. You, you see me use my time. I am a, a very time-conscious person. Right. It was really funny. I was – so I, I, I've got a girl that I'm dating. She will actually say, she goes, how much more time have you allotted for us to have dinner? And I'm like, you know what? Don't, don't be like that. I mean, you know, she's like, well, I can see – I know you have things you're going to want to do tonight. What time did you allot? <laughs> and I, and I, and I, I don't want to pressure her, but like, you know, this, I don't want to bring my ex up, but I mean, that's something I would literally do is schedule my weekend, right? Because right, I right. think, how many hours do you have, Corey? 168. Eight? 168. How did you get it? How many do I have? 168, though you kind of 
molded to where you have about 349. <laughs> Somehow, right. I still haven't figured out where you hide <laughs> the wormhole that you... Right. Aren't they like Hermione Granger? Right, right. Whatever it was that she was doing. No, I I think though that we have to be conscious of our time. Absolutely. And that's the fourth aspect of being a. I think being a gentleman that I want to focus on. You have to have conscious awareness of your time. Right. So, and I what I mean is like someone said you need to you need to relax. I hear that all the time. You need to relax, and I want to ask myself why. Do I seem to bother you? I'm fine. I enjoy my life. Right. When I relax, I plan to relax. Like I'm going to relax from two to four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, not only that, but because you were so, because you're always at it, because you because you work so hard, the hustle. It's easier the for hustle. you, like yesterday, yeah, to say, you know what, I'm going to blow off the afternoon to hang out with my daughter and to do this and to do that. How many other people can do that? Right. Well, part of that was here's the funny part. I was up at three o'clock this morning. And was working at four four o'clock. That's great. And I worked till twelve, and I went and got my haircut. But 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 this goes back to the fourth aspect. My time is my time. Right. I don't want to give my time to other things that are not valuable. Right. So yesterday I called Victoria around. I don't know what time I finished my deposition. Probably one two. Right. And I said, Hey, I'm going to come home. Let's 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 hang out. We did s- s- cool stuff. Just hanging out, which I've done with my daughters. If my other one was in a relationship with me, we do that stuff all the time. Right, right. It was, it was the greatest joy of mine. But I planned it. Right. I mean, it was, hey, if you're not available, if you're available, I'm available. Can we do something? Yeah, that'd be fun. We did it. Right. We doubled down last night and watched some TV together. But I knew I had work to do. I wanted to get done and I get accomplished. This is the goal. Right. So the fourth aspect is, how are you managing your time? And I challenge everybody. You know, the 168 hours is something we've talked about mm-hmm. for a while now. I challenge everybody to sit down one night and really break down how you use that hundred. That's the exercise hours. I've asked you to do multiple times, and I've done it. Yeah, and, yeah. and look what happened on Sunday. Yeah, I I use my time wisely. Now I'm going to challenge you. This is what I wanted to get okay. to. I'm going to challenge you on something. I think you could have got the grass cut and the brunch and the pool and still stuck it in what your friend's face, Jesse. Jesse's face, like you suck. You could have done all that in the day. If you would have Saturday night planned better, right? The, okay. the brunch was kind of a monkey wrench in it because she but, called last minute. But uh, how no, could you avoid that? How could you avoid that being a monkey wrench? Gotten up a little earlier. Exactly. Hey, we'd love to go to brunch. Corey's doing the yard right now. He's going to be finished in an hour. Boom, boom, boom. Right. See what I'm saying? So if you would have optimized that decision making Saturday, so this is what I want to talk about the podcast. Right. We got four answers. I'm going to see if I can repeat them again. Number one, you got to value the thing you you shouldn't do more than what you're going to do. Right. You got to have a long term goal, and then third, you've got to manage your time better. Right? right. That was the third one, right? Something. Something like that. Whatever. Y'all got it. The point that I'm trying to make is that requires some planning. Right. And I think the I think the brunch thing speaks to something very important. Is that not only do you have to manage your time well, but you also have to kind of try and prepare for the unexpected. Yes. Now, granted, brunch wasn't any like it wasn't life or death. If I miss, would it, have been nice being able to do it. Sure, sure. But there are going to be those things where it is going to be life or death, or it's going to be important, or it's going to uh, it's going to be something that's going to take you away from your 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 normal routine. Well, okay, so let's talk about that. This is a real practical example, guys or or girls, whoever's listening to it, right? Or dogs. My dogs can be listening to this. My cat, my great cat. 
Bagheera could be listening to this, but here's the deal. Don't plan for perfection. Do not plan for perfection. Nothing's per- perfect. I have an hour to two. I have an hour and a half during the middle of my day that I use as flex time to catch things. I have I always have one area of my day that's open to be able to move something else to it. Corey's done this. We I had something at one thirty. Let's flip it to four. Boom! Still successful in the day. If you plan for perfection, you will fail because you cannot have control over everybody else in the universe to be perfect. No. And also, what's that create for you? I I think it's very anxiety driven. We yeah. plan for perfection. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they talk about that in uh, going back to our last episode in uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, really? A lot of these oh, nice right. guys are nice guys because their parents expected perfection from them mm-hmm. that they could never mm-hmm. give them. And it has bred this person who's always trying to win the affection from other people. Right. You're right. Perfectionism that's pure anxiety driving that, mm-hmm. and you're not going to get perfection. Sometimes you're going to get lucky, yeah. And you know you're gonna you're gonna produce something perfect or something that's going to go exactly how you planned it or something that is going to to really benefit you in some way. But I gotta say that the majority of the time, it's not going to be like that, right? <laughs> you you might get a positive outcome on something, but it might not be exactly what you wanted. No. You know, but nine nine out of ten is failure typically. Right. So what's funny to me is that. I I got a lot of friends who who are, are clients who plan for, for perfection, and they just seem perpetually pissed off at the world. Yeah, I think that a better thing for if you're we're going to try to coach people to be a little more disciplined is this topic, right? I think you should take what you did Sunday, which was a conversation with yourself about pushing yourself to do a little more, to do right. a little more, right? And then add to that, right? Number one, identify something that you could do a little more with, <laughs> and then plan, right? And just say, okay, that is a process. And then I can go back and say, let me be intentionally consistent about the way I worked that scenario, right? I want to say, look, I, I really enjoyed Sunday. How do I plan for a Sunday like that? But add a possibility of brunch. Well, I got to get up a little earlier, right? Okay, and 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 forecast for people what your expectations <laughs> are. So one of the things that I used to do with, and I still do, I did this with Victoria on Sunday. I asked her. Um, what is your schedule today? What do you, what would you like to accomplish? That's a great question to ask yourself every day. Right. So if I looked at my calendar, I keep I keep a little calendar with me. Every day there's a count. There's something on my schedule that I look forward to doing. Right. Today I want to get my haircut. I got my haircut. Right. right. Yeah. Also want to do some tax stuff. I got that done. And so if there's one thing on there and I've accomplished that, then I've already been successful that day. Right. All right. So I want to repeat that day every day. Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to think about repeating Sunday every day. Yeah. Obviously. What could, what could you do like the yard? Like I mean, I'm just putting you on the spot. What one thing about that you don't aren't just one around could you do that would be similar to the yard thing? Got any idea? Exercising, for sure. And maybe not set a goal that's so ridiculous that you can't achieve it, but something well, small. Let me give you my my uh thoughts on goal setting. Okay. And see what you think. I think that you should have an end goal. Okay. Um, but I think that that shouldn't be your focus. I think that you need to set small goals on the way to that end goal. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, uh, <clears throat> you know, if we're talking about like running a race, like hurdles. I got to make it over this hurdle. Right. I'm only thinking about this hurdle right now. Yeah. You know, I know there's another hurdle coming, and I know the finish line is down there, but. 
I'm only going to focus on this one right now right. and this one. So, you know, if we're talking about, I mean, getting in shape is something that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. And it's really the discipline that, that they have the hardest time right. with. So maybe your first one is like, okay, I want to get the, I want to get to the gym three days this week. Yeah. Or I want to lose five pounds in a month, which is an absolutely, you know, obtainable goal if you, if you work hard at it. Um, because if you go into it with, I want to lose a hundred pounds right. by Christmas. That's just, that's We've overwhelming. Talked about We've talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I would really recommend, um, we'll see, I just listened to this podcast, the school of greatness. There's the podcast I sent you on, um, uh, what's the guy named Lewis, Lewis house, house. Lewis house school of greatness. He had two on with Jordan Peterson. And it's so great. And Jordan Peterson does a great job of breaking down this whole goal setting thing. You just talked about to set these incremental steps toward a larger goal. Right. So right. I think that's it. That I really would recommend that. Secondly, I think you have to be diligent day and afternoon, meaning yeah. you got to recalibrate yourself day and afternoon. So I take my day in two parts, the morning, which for me is three to 12. Right. And then the afternoon, which is for me is two to 10. Right. I basically have two eight hour days. Now, if you think about that, that's, you know, four to 12 is eight hours. And then two to eight, 12, 10 is eight hours. Right. That's a 16 hour day. Right. That's typically my life. A 16 hour work day. Right. And then I'll sleep hopefully four or five hours. Sometimes it's less than that. But, but by the time I'm done, you know, I've put a 16 hour day in. Yeah. That's a pretty large chunk of time to try to accomplish those four disciplinary goals we set out in this podcast. Right. And I think, I think two things that need to be pointed out are, a, everybody's going to, everybody's going to have different. Yes. Things. If you if you spread out that 168 hours in your week, you know, your for a lot of us sleep will take up a lot of the of the time. Yours not so much. Mm-hmm. You know, but you can function on three, four, five hours of sleep. Yeah. Some people absolutely need that eight hours. I mean, it's ten to three, and I'm I've been up since three. Yeah, you've been up twelve hours already, and I'm. Do I look tired? No, no, I'm, I'm ready to roll. No, and you're not even you're not done yet. No, 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 no. I, I, oh no, no, I'm not done at all. No, I'm not done at all. This is going. I think this is going to be a tradition of the podcast is for you to get a phone call. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it looks um, important though. So let's. No, it's not. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a good point. Okay. Yeah. So you need to when you sit down and again, do this. Sit down, get a piece of paper out, and track how you use your time currently and you will you'll be amazed at the amount of spare time that you have you, I, you were amazed well you know you you were really shocked about like wait a second how much time do i really have well what really shocked me is how much time i spent doing essentially nothing <laughs> i mean well because sitting down we- sitting down with your family and watching a movie or watching tv that absolutely is not wasted time. If no, you can no, spend quality time with your with your family, that is not wasted time. But when it's a, a good chunk of your day and it's every day yeah. and you're bitching because you're not getting stuff done, exactly. that's when it becomes so you know, you kind of that's why I suggest do right now. Map out right now how you use it on a on a regular day and be be get hit every base. Your commute. Your your morning routine, your how much time you spend at work, you know, hit everything. Be honest, 
and really look at it and and see where you can kind of make more time. All right, let's do this. I think you know, what I want to leave you with because we're getting to the end of the podcast. I want to talk, do that in my time map, but also I think you should categorize the stuff in that list. Okay, number one, stuff that you want to do, stuff that you hate doing, stuff that you should be doing. It says you should be more do more of right. and the stuff you should be eliminating completely out of your time. Right. Right. So if you put those categories together, like I love nothing else than to spend time with my, my daughter and, and, and my other daughter. She was talking to me, but clearly that's not happening. But if she was, I I love it. That does not mean we're just hanging out. We typically I want to fill the time with some sort of conversation or we have a goal and a plan, and we will map out some sort of just sort of um, involuntarily, hey, sweetie, what, what's your schedule here tonight? Well, let's go to dinner. Let's go to this store. Let's get back. What do you need to accomplish tonight? All right, let's try to get back by this. And then we'll make a game out of it. Right. And to to touch on something quickly, for the, for people who are listening right now, they might hear your methods. And because that this is how I saw it when you and I first met, we started mm-hmm. working together. You kind of look at it as like, wow, that must – that must be tough because you're you're structuring every part of your day. Right. That's how it works for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure in your head, it's not this robotic that mathematical equation where you're like, I have to move this and I have to do that. It kind of just flows for you. Yeah, it may be difficult when I introduce a new person in my life, like my girlfriend. He goes, um, "Yeah, I see you. How much more time do I have for dinner?" Right. I'm like, "Well," and then but I'm like, "Well." Then that goes back to boundaries. Right, that goes back to boundaries. You have to, you know, if somebody comes into your life, you have to make sure that they're aware that this is how you're going to fit into my life, and and of course that goes into give and take, and we can get into that. Well, I also need to be very sensitive, and I I actually say this to them: I'm like, is there something you need? Is there something that you would like for me to do? Right. Because I, if you got a request, I'll try to grant it. But if 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 all else being equal, I can get back to what I want to get accomplished for the day. Right. I'm ready to roll. And and I think it's I think it's you should we should mention that whatever it may be, whether it's losing weight or mm-hmm. starting your business or whatever whatever you need to be more disciplined about, it's not going to be easy at first. No. Anything that requires you to drop something that you're used to doing every day and replace it with something that you don't really want to do. Um, but that goes back to the second principle: valuing the thing right. more than the easy thing. Right. That's what you got to. But do. That, even that's hard. That's not easy. Even though right. you see the value, even though you say, "If I follow this business plan, I can make a million dollars next year." That's unrealistic. But right. it's not. It's not as fun as playing well, Gary, video games. Yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk <laughs> you know? says you got to love the process. You got to love the grind. I think he's got it on that, right? Right. You listen to this podcast. I think you listen to Jordan Peterson or anything. They, they, there's a process. And what I think that. What we're really talking about here is choosing something that's better for you that's got a long-term goal. That's the key for me to discipline. Right. And and this is a little bit of a shorter podcast because we we got we have a pretty busy day. But um I, I wanted to uh I want to do a part two to discipline. Yeah. Because I think it's a big topic and I think it's important. Maybe not next podcast, but I will not um, let you spank me. <laughs> we're not talking about that kind of discipline. Post. Oh, sorry. Okay. That'll happen off the podcast. It's, oh but, wow. <laughs> but uh so we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up for today. Yep. Uh, like I said, it was a quick one today. But, let me um, let me get the takeaway that I want the audience to take to look at is find something that you can say, hey, I can be better disciplined about this. Yeah, take an incremental step to do it. Give us some feedback on it, and don't get discouraged. Yeah, don't get discouraged. You stay the course. 
remember, intentional consistency, stay the course, look at that time map, and then identify the stuff that you should be doing more of, and then just continue and rinse and repeat. Right. right? Be rinse honest with your time and, uh, and yeah, get it done. But uh, So that's it for us today. Um, remember to share with your friends, subscribe. Uh, a quick word about uh, Apple Podcasts or podcasts on iTunes. Uh, the first episode took like two days for it to go up there. It's looking like uh, it's taken about five minutes now. So uh, especially go to iTunes, to the podcast section, find us, subscribe, rate, comment, and uh, and be sure to let us know if there's stuff that you guys want to talk about. Um, and uh, and we'll kind of put and it in it's the funny. List. I was trying to find like a cool tagline because somebody's got a cool tagline. I was thinking about an ending <laughs> tagline, right? And I I, I, I I thought about this today and I thought just find the truth. Just find the truth where it lies, and just don't be afraid of it. Just find yeah, the truth, right? Absolutely. Mine and, uh, is mine is cowabunga, dudes. That's what I'm going to go with. The worst. Perfect. All right, y'all have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot.